Welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. We are two sisters. I'm Erica. I'm Veronica. And this is episode number five. Woohoo! And we are two teachers who love the Bible. We love to teach on it, talk about it, read and study it. And we decided to have those discussions on a podcast so we could share with others what we are learning because we think... This is an amazing book. Yes, but let's be honest. It's also easier than doing videos. It is way easier than doing videos. Yes, and this it's is more stressful. fun. <laughs> it is. We're together. Exactly. We were for the videos. You just didn't see both of us. Right. One was behind the camera. Yes. But we want to bring the context back to scripture because that really adds color to the black and white pages of the text. And for those of you who listened last week, I want to acknowledge this week, <laughs> I grabbed my Bible. So no more. And I'm gonna slow down. Right. Deep <laughs> breath. I know. Deep breath. So I have a Bible, my sister has a deep breath, and yes. we're gonna jump back into the discussion we were having about Abraham and the covenant with God. But I just wanna refresh for last week, just a little bit for the people that um, are jumping week into ago. week five right who are jumping into week five you probably want to listen to the the first if they're only like 20 25 minutes you can listen um but we've been talking about abraham yes and the covenant god initiated with basically i will bless you financially i will bless you with a family i will bless those who bless you your reputation like every sense of the word abraham pretty much i'm gonna bless you everything about you i'm gonna bless it's almost like everything abraham touched god blessed even in egypt when he lied <laughs> when he lied when god he would have been still, sinning in our mind. right god still protected him and there was a consequence but there was also a blessing when mm-hmm. the truth came out and so when god says i'm gonna bless you that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And this covenant lasts forever. Yes, but God say didn't that. say that right away. No, you brought, brought that, up that up later. So let's so. jump back in. I'm calmer. I'm slower. And I have a Bible. Yes. But we're at Genesis 15. Hopefully you did read 12, right. 13, 14 last week. And with the right. perspective of covenant. But now we really do have... In Genesis 15, God coming to make a covenant with Abraham to the point that it says, hopefully if you're reading the little headings, God's covenant with Abraham. But Genesis 15, after this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. Now, God's already promised Abram numerous descendants. Right. But at this point in time, Abram doesn't have it. Oh, I need to switch. Abraham has no descendants. He has none. And he's older. And I am going to kind of jump ahead in part of this. Okay. Because it's just easier sometimes to keep one focus. Right. So hang with me. Abraham's complaint is, I don't have descendants. And God says, Abram, you're going to have so many descendants, and I'm paraphrasing. Verse 5, look up at the heavens, count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Now, trivia question. Can you count the stars? No. (laughs) <laughs> good yeah. that wasn't it <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> i know no but how do stars come into play later on in abraham's family what how do stars come into play in abraham's family yes what does joseph dream about oh i know i didn't go there i know i, I didn't go anywhere <laughs> no, <laughs> i was not sure where you were going her face was confused that's interesting but just kind of a cool little fun fact. Right. Joseph dreams about, about stars. the sun, the moon, and the stars. Right. 
So can I just jump in real fast? And I want to let I say no. (laughs) Sorry. I just want to let our listeners know we do not appreciate the need for descendants in our culture today. Because that was a big thing. This is why we do these podcasts together. (laughs) And this is still a big thing in the Middle East today. But especially back then, we see individuals, life is a, a basically a line you're born you live and then you die yeah but they saw life more as circles as rings you were interconnected to those who came before and those who came after you and a huge part of your life was having children right because they would carry on that circle after you were gone and they were also your life insurance your disability insurance your retirement policy, your social security, children provided for you in your old age and made sure that you were taken care of when you were not able to work or if you got sick or something happened. So children were not just, oh, we, I mean, children are a blessing from the Lord. And that is very true. I'm not denying that at all. But they were practically, they were extremely important for so many reasons and on so many levels. And that's partially why Abraham and Sarah do the foolish thing they do. But it was acceptable back then because you needed descendants. Right. So that's God's promise to Abraham has a lot more weight that I will give you descendants, Abraham. That is a huge deal that we don't completely grasp. Well, and it was probably a lifelong issue Abraham and Sarah faced. Yes. Yes. It wasn't just, oh, and now it's an issue because God promised right. me descendants and I don't have descendants. This has been a daily This would, I mean, for issue. Sarah, each month that, <coughs> each month that Sarah would have right. regretted right. would have been sorrow of when are we going to have these mm-hmm. descendants. This was not just, right. oh, it is 75 when God says, hey, I'm going right. to bless you and make you numerous. It became an issue. Right. Right, this, this would have been an been issue for him. Yeah. So with that, I'm going to jump ahead in the story. Go to Genesis 21, okay. verse 20. We know Abraham has Ishmael. Hopefully you know that story of Hagar and Ishmael and Sarah. But verse 21, verse 20. God was with the boy and he grew up in the desert and he became an archer. Now this is Ishmael. This is Ishmael. So God was with Ishmael. Because he was Abraham's descendant. Right. And God even asked, bless the boy. No, Abraham. Yes, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Abraham asked God, bless Ishmael. What about Ishmael? Right. Because he did love him. Right. It wasn't just this. Right. He was still his son. Yeah. But so follow Ishmael. Go to chapter 25, verse 16. Right. Got to move my Bible out of the way, my microphone. These are the sons of Ishmael according to the name. Wait. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are the names of the 12 tribal rulers according to their settlements. So how many sons did Ishmael have? 12. 12. And then I think what we forget, go back up now, verses 1 through 4. After Sarah dies, Abraham takes another wife. Right. And then she gives him six more sons. Right. So you have Isaac, who Mm -hmm. ends up being the 12 tribes of Israel. Right. Ishmael has 12 sons, and it lists all the rulers and people that come from him and then this third wife there's debate about who that is the rabbis say it was hagar under a different name and that's that's a whole new discussion that's a whole new discussion when i'm going to get there whoever this other wife is after sarah right has six sons right and they become so right there everybody from abraham is blessed yes but you're seeing like 
different people groups coming. So now we are seeing, okay, Abram, you are becoming as numerous as the right. stands and spreading out. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Whoa. I know. So I think sometimes we forget that. We just right. automatically go, Isaac, Jacob, 12 tribes. That's true because that's the focus. But It is. And that's who this whole covenant is tied to is right. Isaac right. and his family. But that doesn't mean Ishmael and these other sons were neglected or forgotten. Right. They still right. are fulfilling the covenant. They are still a fulfillment of the covenant because Abraham became so numerous. Right. So I wanted to point that out just to mm-hmm. say. Right. Yeah. Because what happens is in scripture, as you follow through Genesis, we start to focus in on this one family. And we go from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob, and then it kind of spreads out again to the 12 tribes. Right. But we needed to get, there is, Abraham saw fulfillment now with that promise God had. True. Hmm. Now let's jump back to Genesis 15. Like I told you, I'm going to skip around because sometimes it's easier to follow this thread. Right, right. All the way through. Right. Genesis 15. The Lord's come again. Abraham's complaint is I don't have any sons. God says... Verse 5, look at the mountains, count the stars, so shall your offspring be. In chapter 6, or verse 6, probably a famous one we often quote, Abraham believed God and was credited to him as righteousness. Do you have anything you want to add to that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I'll just leave it. Okay. Yeah, you can keep going. Okay. Then God's going to cut covenant with Abraham. Verse 9, he says, bring me a heifer, a goat, a ram, three-year-old each, along with a dove and a pigeon. Abraham brought him all these, cut them in two, and arranged the halves opposite each other. The birds he didn't cut in half, uh, skipping to 12. When the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep. A thick, dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own. They will be enslaved and mistreated 400 years. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves. And afterwards, they will come out with great possessions. So again, you see, I'm blessing you. I'm blessed. They're, yes, they're going to go through a hard time. But they're going to come out even with greater possessions than they went in with. Right. You, however, this would be so nice. I wish God would come and tell me this. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? You will go to your fathers in peace mm-hmm. and be buried at a good old age. I know. Please, I would Lord. like that. <laughs> I know. I'd also like to know I'm going to fall asleep. And just die. This is true. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. beside the point. Right. In the fourth generation, your descendants will come back here. The sin of the Amorite has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun had set and darkness had fallen, a smoking pot, fire pot with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said to your descendants, I'm going to give you all this land. So here we actually have God cutting covenant. That's how it was referred to. Right. Cutting right. covenant with Abram. Walking the blood path. Walking it. Because the idea was, what you do to these animals, Right. if you, one of us breaks this covenant, you're going to be like the animals we just cut in half. Right. May God do to us what yes. we did to the animals. That's how, I mean, that's where I say we don't know the weight right. of a covenant anymore. Right. right. We talked about that our very first week. Of There's right. nothing anymore we have that. Right. If the I, seriousness. If I break this, it's a big yes, deal. Yes. 
Yeah. And so here's a question. Is there anywhere else in scripture where it talks about cutting covenant? Well, there are other covenants in scripture. Yes, but actually saying cutting covenant. Oh, I guess I, don't I know. didn't know this. Here's a fun little trivia. I'll just turn there. You're full of all sorts of I trivia. I know. It's so fun. It's always trying to stump Erica. Mm, she does it a lot. <laughs> Not as much. Jeremiah 34. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't have gone there, but it makes sense. Yes. Keep okay. Going. 17 and 18. Therefore, this is what the Lord mm-hmm. says. You have not obeyed me. You have not proclaimed f- freedom for your fellow countrymen. So now I proclaim freedom for you, declares the Lord. Right. Freedom to fall by the sword, plague, and famine. I will make you an abhorrent to the nations of the earth. Here we go. The men who have violated my covenant and not fulfilled the terms of my covenant they made before me, I will treat them like the calf they cut in two and they walked between the pieces. That was not the passage I was thinking of. I thought that was so cool, though, that there's actually, God says, hey, I'm going to do to you what you did to the calf. Interesting. I know. God takes this very seriously. He does. He's a covenant maker and a covenant keeper. Yes. And which is why we picked covenants. Right. To talk about. Right. Because I think it's found, again, we're going to go back what we said. It's foundational to know. Right. All of this hinges on God cut covenant and there was no one greater to swear by. So he swore by himself. So he swore by himself. And he's not going to break his covenant. You can't can't. break a covenant without death. And God can't die. And God can't not be himself. Right. So he has bound himself to keep his covenants, which is amazing. Yes, because truly, truly, we said that before. Um... The word truly. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Because on this covenant, mm-hmm. the rest of scripture, the rest of what we're reading is going to hinge. Right. This is a this is an important covenant. This is like we need to understand this covenant because right. everything because God's making this to Abraham. Right. Everything else is going to hinge on it. Right. So, Abraham was first seventy-five years old when God appeared to him. The back first time. Back in chapter twelve. Right. All right, we're coming up. Abram's complaint is, I don't have an heir yet. Right. Chapter 16, Abraham, Sarah, Hagar. We have some issues going on here. We end <laughs> Issues. Up- <laughs> yes, just a couple. It's the easy way of saying it. Right. We end up with Ishmael. It's the G-rated way of saying it. <laughs> yes, for little ears. Abraham's 86. Mm-hmm. So think about from chapter 12 to chapter 16, right. four chapters... 11 years. But it's 11 years. And God didn't come to Abraham that many times. Right. To say, hey, don't, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. But I'm right. sure when he showed up, Abraham was like, uh, hey. Yeah. Minor little detail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're missing some things here. Just want to let you know, I still don't have that air. Uh-huh. Because then, chapter 16 to chapter 17. Is where they deal with the air. Yes. But that's, now Abram's 99. Right, so it's been 24 years. Yes, I mean, you just sit here, I often sit here and think, oh, it would have been nice to have God talk to me. And it's like, you know what? It's not like this was a daily occurrence for them. That's true. And there are a lot of years where they had Silence. nothing but remember what God said. And maybe remember empty promises what God did. in a way. Yeah, because I've got all this wealth and all this, well, he didn't own the land yet, but I've got all this wealth. Right. 
and, and I've, I've been a blessing. No one to pass it on to. But I have no one. So I have part of my promises to God. Right. From God. Right. But I don't have all of it. Which sometimes I feel like that's how we all live. Like right, right. now, there are promises from God we are waiting for in terms of God. Your kingdom yep. is one day going to come and flood the nations. And we have your spirit, Lord, but one day your spirit is going to be so powerful. Your your Torah, your teaching is going to be written on our hearts, but we don't see that fully yet. Right. So hmm. with that, Abram can just be a reminder to us. God's Stay faithful. Working. Stay faithful. Abraham right. was faithful. Right. And what's interesting, too, as you read through Scripture, as you read through the Old Testament, the New Testament, God shows up as fire right. with Abraham. Right. Which then plays into when God shows up with Moses at Mount Sinai. How oh, do we see right. God showing up? Go to the New Testament the on Pentecost. Oh, mm-hmm. Tongues of fire. You yeah. often see fire, but and you even talk about the refining fire of a God. A consuming fire. A consuming fire. I think we forget what a image-based society they have. Right, right. How they're writing. It's always pictures. We like definitions. We right. like our little box. Yes. But a picture of God as a fire has so many implications. Right. So, for those of you just learning, just listening, maybe you haven't studied under us, that's one thing I always tell people. Look for the images you see used for God. Right. And you'll often see fire. Now. 40 years in the wilderness, he led them. The oh, fire yeah. by night. You're right. A cloud by day. Yep. So there's a lot of those, and yeah. it's fun little right. trivia facts. Hmm. When you struck a car, when you, when you made a covenant, when you cut a covenant. Right. That was like signing on the dotted line. Right. So we have that happening in chapter 15. Right. Chapter 16, nothing seems to be going on. Right. As far as this covenant. Chapter 17 then. Let's look at that. When Abram was 99, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will confirm my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. So we've no longer dealing with the blessings. Right. Because that's been happening. That's, that's good. That's Abraham knows continued. that's good. Yeah. Now we're getting into what about this error? Right. Which is so funny that God keeps, I don't know, God keeps dangling it out like, I'm coming with an heir. You're going to have an right. heir, but he doesn't it's give it. It's a teaser. It. Right. <laughs> it kind of feels like a teaser. It's coming, Abraham. It's coming. That's a long time to be faithful. It is. And now to think he's almost 100. Mm-hmm. Which would make Sarah. 90. Really barren. Really, really barren. But here's what's so cool. Look down, um, verse th- 4. As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be a father of many nations. And I already pointed that out. That's how we started. All the different nations that come right. from you. No longer will you be Abram. You'll be Abraham. I'll make you the father, father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you, which I showed what happened. Right. And kings will come from you. And then... That's quite a promise. It is. To a man who has it just is. Ishmael. Because look down where God says it, verse 15, as for Sarah, your wife, Sarai, you'll no longer call her Sarah. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations and kings of people will come from her. So we have hmm. God taking now this covenant and expanding it yet again. 
It's not just I'm going to give you descendants. I'm going to have kings come from you. Yeah, God really doesn't work in ways that I expect. No, and but I like, and he doesn't always come and say the exact same thing. No, he's constantly refining or re... Mm-hmm. Or adding a little bit more yeah, defining. to it. Because even then this kingdom, this kingly line, right. will play into other covenants we look at later. Right, right. So I wish I could come up with a picture of how these covenants all... Yeah, we've intermingle. never figured that out yet. <laughs> but they just intermingle. One covenant builds on another. Yes, but not... Not completely stacked on top. Right. So I wanted to point that out. That's a teaser for way later on. Right, way later. We have another covenant coming. But I'm going to end us today with chapter 17. Hmm. Go back up to verse 7. I will establish my covenant as what, Erica? An everlasting covenant. Can we just say that again? (laughs) Everlasting covenant with Abraham and his descendants. Yes. This is a soapbox of mine that I will not get on. That's right. But I'm just giving her a little chance to say, hey. Right. She's like underlining it. (laughs) Right. I am verbally underlining that word for The whole land of Canaan, I'm at verse 8, where you are now an alien, I will give you as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. Then he says, as for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you for the generations. This will be my covenant to you and the covenant you're to keep. And then God says, now I'm going to add in a sign. Right. Interesting. After 24 years. I know. And well, what, 14, 15 um, since he started the covenant? Right. Officially? Yes. So I'm going to leave that as a cliff note hanger for tomorrow, next Next week. week. (laughs) We're going to talk about signs and we'll get into it. (laughs) <laughs> my son just walked down the stairs so <laughs> we're gonna end right here yep. um thanks for joining us we are excited to hear what we have next week yes um this is the context, context and, and color, color of the bible podcast and it's my little three-year-old that you hear in the background so uh it please let us know any questions or comments you have and yeah, yeah. join the facebook group yeah Fa- uh the context and color of the bible podcast yeah. facebook group yeah. So and we'll we'll talk to you next week yeah. and we won't have Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye.